Music, please. We're making Glossop great. What's going on? Don't you know? Glossop Community Radio. Listen online and on your mobile. Yeah! Well, I'm very pleased to say that joining me on the line from Westminster, it is our MP, Andrew Bingham. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Astrid. Happy New Year to all your listeners. Well, thank you very much for uh, joining us uh, early on in uh, January. I've got a couple of questions uh, to start off with. I hope you don't mind answering. No, fire away. Uh, first of all, what have you been doing in Glossop uh, lately? Well, just before Christmas, I spoke to the Glossop Business Network, and um, that, that's an organisation where they get local businesses together to have a chat about various things, and I, I agreed when I got elected that I would speak to them um, at, at least twice a year, so I do. As people know, I'm very supportive of uh, of local businesses. And actually, while I'm on, I would like to promote something for your listeners. That there is a consultation out at the moment, making parts of Glossop um, what they call assisted area status, which enables businesses to access different levels of funding from the EU. And it's the first time that we've managed to get Glossop included in this area. It's a consultation that runs till early February. And I'd like people to uh, have a look at my website and put their comments on and, and really put the comments in, in in support of these areas in Glossop, in Hadfield and, and other parts of Glossop to, to be kept in this map because what it enables us to do is to a, a, attract extra money into Glossop. Some areas have been taken out, not in the high peak, and they'll be fighting very hard to get back in. So we need to fight very hard to make sure we stay in. And who is it aimed at exactly? Is it just residents or businesses? No, it's aimed at um, it's aimed at giving um, small additional financial support for small businesses and large businesses to support growth. Now, my view is, if, if the businesses are in Glossop, if we can help them, if there's if there's some uh, European funds available, let's have it into Glossop. And then if those businesses can grow, that in turn will create employment and growth within the town. So it's, it's, it's good news. It's, it's good news. I think it's the first time we've ever been included in these uh, in this areas, in, as assisted areas. So it's important that we try and keep them there while the consultation's open. So I'm doing all I can to let the people of Glossop know this um, so they can go in and act in support because you know, it's supporting Glossop. It's supporting Glossop to, to help support the businesses, to help support the town. So it's very important. And if anyone wants to uh, contact you directly, Andrew, uh, what is your email address and, and what's your website as well? Yeah, it's, uh, if people Google Andrew Bingham, it'll take you straight to my uh, email address, but it's, uh, it's www.andrewbingham.org. Fantastic. Uh, it certainly sounds like a, uh, a promising venture, um, f- and check that out on, uh, on your website, Andrew. Yeah, it is, and as I said, it's a very tight timescale. The consultation runs till, uh, I think it's about the 7th of February off the top of my head, uh, Lester, but it's, uh, it's important that we get as much, get as loud a voice out of Glossop as possible. I'm telling everybody and anybody who, who I can speak to, um, in and around, and it's not just Glossop, it's, uh, yes, it will be for businesses in Glossop, but as I said, they will employ people from Glossop and the wider area and uh, the, the the wards that are in are, as i said are the hadfield wards and padfield uh, and, and around there so it is really important this and uh, what are your plans for gloss up in 2014 other than what we've just heard 
Well, obviously, um, as, as, as I'm sure listeners will want to know about the bypass, I, I continue to press for that. Um, I'm pleased now that uh, following a meeting I had with uh, the Chancellor, the, uh, the government are now conducting this Trans-Pennine study about uh, roads across the uh, uh, links across the Pennines. I've, um, the National Infrastructure Plan 2013 was published just before Christmas, and I think it's about page 106. It says in there that this study is going ahead, and the government are hoping to bring forward some solutions to the identified problems in the autumn statement later this year. So I'm taking that as a, a real, you know, I'm placing a lot of store in that. I've met with the, the, the roads minister. I think I'm on my fourth roads minister now. Uh, and said to him, look, you know, this is important. And he said, yes, it is. Um, I'm waiting for some more details of the study to find out how I can contribute and how the people of Glossop can back me up in my quest. I know you're always uh, cautious for listeners who've heard our previous interviews about becoming too hopeful um, about results, but what would you say the, the chances of, of getting... Well, again, Lester, as I've said on many, many occasions, the, 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 you know, we, we've had our hopes raised and dashed far too often yeah. on this bypass, and, and that's by, by my predecessors, by um, governments of both colours, and I'm not in the business of doing the same. I keep the same promise. I'm doing everything I can. I'd like to have got further forward by now, but I, I do see this study is there, and uh, we all know, we all know how bad this traffic is. We all know what it's like to sit on the Mott and Moor in the traffic, which is like a, you know, a car park. Yeah. We all know how bad it is through Lossop. I'm hoping this study will prove it, and what it, I'm hoping it will prove is the economic benefits of getting rid of this traffic bottleneck, because it'll, get, it'll, 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 it'll provide economic benefits, but it will provide a huge benefit to Glossop, because we can't afford it to be suffocating Glossop's business, and that's my worry. Well, we'll remain hopeful on that and we'll, we will uh, out, wait for the outcome, um, as you say, to see what happens with it. Well, as, as a, I can, you can all be assured who's listening today, I'm putting my best efforts into this. Excellent. And uh, one other uh, final um, thing that we wanted to ask you about, Andrew, you've been made somewhat, um, well, you've been sort of almost vilified really in, uh, in uh, the national news recently, in particular this week um, by The Sun, you were uh, said to have claimed £217 on your expenses for birthday cards for people who have just turned 18 years old. Uh, could you explain a bit about that? Yeah, of course I can. Um, as, as listeners will know, I'm, I'm always very, very careful with my expenses. I, I'm way down the list and compared to, uh, as I said, my predecessor was quite high on the list. I... I, I decided that I, I have a great concern that young people, when they're 18, they feel completely disconnected with politics. That bill is actually for a thousand birthday cards. And that thousand birthday cards, by my estimations of the number of 18 birthdays we've got between now and the election, will allow me to send a card to every person in the high peak who is 18. Now, I can assure listeners that the card is completely non-partisan. And basically what it does is say, congratulations on your 18th birthday, I individually sign everyone, and it gives them all my contact details. Because I think if they can get something from the MP at 18, I didn't when I was 18, if they can get something from the MP, I'm trying to let them know that their view is as important to me as their parents and their friends and their, their elderly older relatives. And all it does is include all my contact details, my phone number, my website, uh, my Twitter, Facebook, everything. And it's just an honest attempt to try and engage with first-time voters 
And if we look at the voter turnout, I read a statistic somewhere that in the last election, more people under th under 30s, more people voted in the X Factor than the general election. And I yeah. think that's a pretty sad state of affairs. Now, I know that one birthday card isn't going to make an 18-year-old jump up and down and think, oh, goodness gracious, I'm involved in politics now. But I have to say... In the short time I've been doing it, I've already had response, you know, it has solicited response back from 18-year-olds who probably without that card would never have indulged in any dialogue with their Member of Parliament. And that's all it is. But it was for a thousand birthday cards. It wasn't just for half a dozen. So can you understand perhaps some people's concern in Glossop that, it's, uh, that it was maybe being used to um, do some campaigning with uh, an election around the corner well i mean people are entitled to the views but i mean i'll send you a copy of the card it doesn't have the word conservative anywhere on the card it is absolutely it says it is basically this is from your member of parliament it doesn't have the conservative name on it it doesn't have the conservative emblem on it and quite honestly ipsa who who, who control the expenses they wouldn't have passed it anyway this is purely a, a, a it's almost like a, a, a contact card for their member of parliament. Um, all right then. Well, uh, Andrew Bingham, um, the local MP, and um, you can get in contact uh, with him on his website, um, which is Andrew. Just remind me again. Yeah, um, my website's www.andrewbingham.org. Uh, my email address is on there. You can contact me through there. Um, I tend not to do sort of open conversations on Facebook because sometimes things are, are confidential and, uh, you know, if I want to talk to you about something, then it might not be appropriate for it to be seen by all. But on, on any question, I'm always, I'm always open to, uh, to people to email me and I'll always answer them the best way I can. Um, I can understand the, uh, the thing about the expenses. I, there was nobody more annoyed than me about it when it broke before the last election. I've always been very careful. I think if people study, you know, I mean, I, I produced a candidate's contract before the last election. I've stuck to it. I've, I've, ne I've never travelled first class. Uh, I've never claimed for food and things like that. So, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I was disappointed to see the article in the Sun. I wish they'd have actually put the full the full facts that it is for a thousand cards. That's, I mean, that's twenty one point seven p per card. Sometimes it is just better to actually ask um, rather than just uh, go ahead with uh, your opinions. So I'd, I'd advise anyone listening as well, um, particularly um, who are members on the Glossop Facebook group, um, to if you have any problems, questions um, about Andrew in the future, you can always just ask him. Yeah, exactly, Lester. And, you know, it's all about engagement with politics. I think people who... You know, who know me know they can approach me, they can ask me anything, I'll always give them an answer. And, uh, you know, if you've any questions, just drop me an email. I'll always answer you back. I get about a thousand emails a week, and we deal pretty much most of them, you know, within about five working days. That's what our aim is, and we always try and reply as fast as we can. Well, thank you very much for joining us um, in January. Andrew Bingham, the, uh, our local MP for Glossop. Thank you very much, and have a good year. Thank you, Lester. We're making Glossop great. We would love to provide Glossop with a radio service of its own. That's a really good idea. We are a non-profit organisation and need your kind donations to get on the airwaves. For more information, please go to glossopradio.org forward slash donate. That's so simple and awesome. This is Glossop Radio.